Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Seven words that'll scare any politician. Roy Green is holding on line one. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network continues. What did our caller from uh, Spruce Grove say to you? The city councilor, I threw Denny Kader under the bus. You'll have to jack the bus up quite a bit for me to do that. It's the... <laughs> yeah. He knows. First time he came into the studio, I used that line on Monsieur Kader, it's time. It's time to stop ducking. It's time to start talking. Come on, Denny. Said you'd never run away. It said you'd never, you'd never avoid a conversation or a debate or an issue. You even flew from Ottawa to Hamilton when I was broadcasting exclusively on 900 CHML to confront me in the studio. You still have an airline ticket? You got air miles? Come on down. It's called birth tourism, and there are, according to the Vancouver Sun. Uh, investigations of 26 so-called baby houses in British Columbia. I'm, I'm just finding out about this. Uh, from what I understand, this is where foreigners, and it's usually Chinese citizens, come to Canada to stay as uh, their pregnancies near term. And then when they're about to go into labor, the women are taken to Vancouver and other BC hospitals to give birth, and the children are automatically Canadian citizens. So that's as much as I'm going to tell you, because now we're going to start asking questions. Carrie Starchuk is a resident of Richmond, British Columbia. She lives next door to what is called a baby house, and she has a national e-petition for the federal government underway. Uh, And we're going to talk about that as well. So, Carrie, it's good to talk to you. Thank you very much for having me on your show today. Yeah. And uh, he was on with us yesterday. He's been on with us many times. And I can hear heavy breathing. I I hope you're, you know, it's... I don't, know why. I don't know what you're doing, Martin, but back off the phone. Okay. <laughs> I'm Former... laughing at your jokes. <laughs> Former Canadian ambassador to Syria and Lebanon, Martin Collicutt, who was on the air talking to us about immigration yesterday. But I uh, I always I always enjoy your sense of humor, and when you and Curland are on, it's like insanity on, on the air, but a lot of good things are done. A lot of things are explained. So let's start with explanations, and Martin, I'll ask you to to engage in this as well. So, Carrie, when and how did you become involved and engaged in the issue of birth tourism? Because as you said to me on the phone the other day when we were just having a conversation, you said, I'm just, a, I'm just an ordinary person living all my life in Richmond, British Columbia. What's the story? Yeah, so I am a fourth-generation Richmondite. Uh, Richmond's my home. I'm quite familiar of how 
we operate and we've had neighbors in our neighborhood and uh, I noticed that there was some activity going on next door and you know they uh, they were new people so I brought over some cookies to uh, dad and a little boy and uh, welcomed to the neighborhood and looked up and there was two pregnant women and then they were gone and then there was more and then there was more and then there was more so I had heard in 2012 it had happened in ta- downtown Richmond, but I didn't realize it was going to happen right next door to me. All right, so this would be what was called a, a, a baby house. Yes, it was. It, what, it's a baby house. That's what it's referred to, and and as I understand it, women and it's predominantly women from China yes. come to British Columbia, and they are residents in these baby houses until just before they go into labor, and then they're brought to a hospital in in either Richmond or Vancouver. Well, and, I don't right? so much Vancouver, but it's more prevalent in Richmond. In Richmond? Okay. And then when the baby is born, the baby is automatically a Canadian citizen. And, and Martin, what does that entail? What, is, what, what, is that, what does that create? That simply by being born on Canadian soil, you get Canadian citizenship. Right. And uh, only Canada and the United States still allow that. All other Western countries have abolished it because it doesn't make any sense. Uh, In the States, it's mixed up in politics because the Democrats want all the uh, children born to illegal to be uh, American citizens so they can vote Democrat. Now, the problem with this is when those children, they usually go back to China. Most are from China, although we've had quite a few Nigerians. We had the daughters of uh, two Syrian generals give birth in Canada a few years back, so they could get Canadian citizenship. The problem is when these children get older, with no ties to Canada, because they have citizenship, they can get publicly Canadian publicly subsidized education, health care, and when they're 18, they can sponsor their, their family members to Canada. Is this happening? They have no ties to Canada. They wouldn't probably have been accepted as ordinary immigrants. Is it, it happening? Canadians a lot. Is it happening, Martin? It's happening. Now, in, in Richmond Hospital, uh, in the year ending March 31st, 15% of all babies born there, that was 295, uh, were from China. Uh, more than a dozen pregnant Richmond residents were turned away because there wasn't room to accommodate them. The, the hospitals make more money out of this birth tourism than Canadian citizens. And so there is a cost to taxpayers. Um, the Carries launched a petition which is sponsored by uh, Alice Wong, members of parliament for uh, Richmond yeah, we, Centre. We invited Ms. Wong to be on the program today. Yeah, well, she she supported it. Okay. Uh, we need 500 signatures for it to be tabled before Parliament. It's already got 8,500. Okay. But anyone who wants to sign it has another 12 days to do so. And uh, it, it simply makes no sense whatsoever to have birth citizenship. All right, let me just go through a couple of things here, then we'll take a break, and then I'll get Kerry back into the conversation as well. Um, because, really, you're the one who started the initiative and are driving the uh, the, the petition. And I'm looking at a story from from a Vancouver Sun. Uh, Richmond Hospital reports 1,939 births for the year ending March 31st, 299 non-resident, 
295 of those to Chinese mothers. National figures on births to babies in Canada suggest a very low percentage, but the Vancouver Sun reports last year that Immigration, Refugees, and Citizenship Canada approved 390,292 multiple entry visas for Chinese nationals, allowing the holders to come and go from Canada up to six months at a time for 10 years. In 2010, only 27,739 such visas were granted. That's a more a more than tenfold increase in multiple entry visas to Canada for Chinese uh, nationals. Now, it's not illegal for foreigners to come to Canada to have their babies if they have $25,000, from what I understand. And the Vancouver Sun reports that visiting pregnant women must pre-register with the Vancouver Coastal Health and must pay between seven and $8,000 to a hospital for a vaginal delivery and twelve dollars to $13,000 for a cesarean delivery. And then doctors also charge their fees. So that's just some background numeric information that I have. When we come back, we'll talk more. We'll hear more from Kerry Starchuk and more from Ambassador Collicutt about how this birth tourism uh, actually works. I mean, what would, how, how it goes forward um, step by step. Stay with us. Intelligent Talk Radio. Intelligent Talk Radio. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com and follow me on Twitter at the Roy Green Show. If you uh, go on Twitter to at End Birth Tourism, then you'll find uh, Kerry Starchuk's uh, Twitter handle and information. What uh, what can you find there, Kerry, if you go to at End uh, Birth Tourism? Um, I posted all the stories that have been up to date uh, from the beginning. Okay. Uh, all, 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 everything I can find, uh, I post. All right, so let's have you tell us what it is that that you have found out that troubles you. You've gone to your member of parliament, um, and, and you want, you've got the petition that's going to be presented in parliament by your MP because enough people have signed it. So walk us through, and using just your words, what's happening in, in B.C. with birth tourism. Well, we don't really know the effects of birth tourism, probably not till 18 years from now. It, it really hasn't been abused up to the last few years. But now it's it's a trend that's happening. So I thought it was happening in Richmond, but when my story went out, it's actually happening in other places, and, and a doctor in Calgary has spoken up against it, too. So it's not just British Columbia. It's, it's, it's other British provinces. Columbia. I'm sorry? It's not just British Columbia. All right. So now what have, what have local politicians said in B.C.? What have, what have the councillors said? What have mayors said? What, what have provincial politicians said? Uh, you know what? They really, nobody has called me, except for I have been in contact with both the MPs. One is Joe Pepsolino, he's a liberal, and uh, Alice Wong, she's a conservative. I've talked to both of them. So it isn't illegal. We said that. Right. Um, and uh, the Vancouver Sun writes there are 26 of these baby houses that they're aware of, if I'm reading the story correctly. Is that right? Yeah, and the house, the house next door to me was operating, too, within, that I know of, within uh, neighborhood to neighborhood. So how much attention has and how much controversy 
as what you have started to investigate and what you've said and report, you know, you've provided quotes for, for reporters. How much controversy has this created? It hasn't created any con- controversy. Actually, if I belong to a Richmond site, they talk about what's happening in Richmond, and I found out that it was really disappointing to find out some our moms were being diverted to different hospitals. Nanaimo, Maple Ridge, one person was airlifted to Nanaimo and had to leave the husband behind because they didn't have room for him. But we should be looking after our own local people and not diverting our local people. Um, it just doesn't, doesn't make sense to me. And, you know, why, why all of a sudden the numbers are so high? The numbers have never been this high. And it's just because Richmond is close to the airport. I mean, there may be another province where there's an airport, and it could be happening there or start to be a trend. So, so Martin, is there really something to be uh, very concerned about here or, or not? Well, there, there hasn't been that much concern because uh, the numbers aren't huge, but uh, the, the press reported there's been a dramatic increase in the numbers since 2011. And the government, the federal government's reaction has been peculiar. Uh, a spokesman made a statement in August saying, well, we're worried about the hospital bills getting paid. The hospitals make money out of this. They didn't seem to be concerned about the cost to Canadians 18 years down the, the, the pipeline and the fact we get a lot of people who shouldn't be here. Um, so it's it's a pretty strange reaction. I don't think it would be that difficult to change. You just cancel birth citizenship, like many other countries have done. The people, even Richard Curland, has said, well, it's complicated because then you've got to get the cooperation of all the provinces. I don't think you need to. The provinces can issue a birth certificate, but that doesn't mean they have to get federal government citizenship. And I think it could be dealt with. It doesn't make any sense. The numbers are growing, and it's going to cost Canadians down the line. Well, so so we, you know, you both say that it's not that much of a controversy, but yet I find major stories in the Vancouver newspapers dealing with dealing with this uh, this this issue, this situation. Well, I, I don't think the public's that aware of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those sleepers, but it's it's patently stupid what we're doing. And uh, people should be aware of it, and I'm glad you're having this segment well, on your show. I mean, I'm very interested in the whole issue that has to do with immigration to Canada. And we talked about it yesterday with you, and the phone lines became very engaged. People care about this. People want want to be in, involved, and they don't want to be talked down to by government. So this is another aspect of, of, of immigration discussion, and it's it's perfectly legal what's being done. And now the question is, should it remain legal, and should birth citizenship be a, a, a fact. So if your child is born in Canada, if a baby is born in Canada, should that baby have Canadian citizenship? Because the argument that it then becomes, for some people, and it's the term that's used in the United States, I haven't heard it used in Canada, but anchor babies. And so, uh, you know, the baby's a Canadian citizen, as Martin said, as Kerry said. When they're 18, they'll be old enough to sponsor their, their families to Canada. And, and your suspicion is, and there's no proof of that because 18 years haven't gone by, but your suspicion is that that's what's planned, right? Oh, definitely. I don't think there's anything. Now, plus the benefits they can get themselves in terms of Canadian taxpayer subsidized education and uh, health benefits earlier than 18 if they come here. Yeah. So, Carrie, what, uh, what level of, uh, I mean, you've got 8,500 signatures on your on your um on your uh, petition, your e-petition, how do how do we, how do people get on that? 
they can uh, they can just type E397 and it will show up. And it's open to all Canadians in all provinces. E397. Yep. Okay, so it's going to be presented to Parliament. Yeah, it only so, required 500 signatures, yeah. and I have that, like, within a week. All right, so yeah, well, so you've got 8,500, so it's going to be presented in Parliament. Yep. So, Martin, what happens with this petition when it's presented in Parliament, when, when MP Wong presents it? Is it going to be presented to an empty house and just forgotten? Well, <clears throat> it doesn't automatically get debated, but it raises the, the awareness of Canadians and members of Parliament. So, to me, it's an important first move in at least making people aware of it. I think the only reason people aren't outraged by this is they don't know about it. Well, should and people... This, should this people petition is going to help. Should Canadians, then I'll ask you both, should Canadians be saying, put an end to, to citizen, citizen, automatic citizenship because you're born in Canada? I mean, Absolutely. if you don't live here, if your parents Every are foreign... Every Western country huh? done it except the U.S. and Canada. If your parents are, are not Canadian and they come to the country and they're here only for a short period of time, and that period of time coincides with the birth of a baby, should that baby be denied Canadian citizenship because the baby's only here for a, a very short period of time? That's the question, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. I've had, I've had five children, and I would never dream of going out of the country to have my baby... I would, I, I want my hospital available to me where I live. So do any of your other neighbors, carry? are they concerned about this baby house next door to you? Has anybody what, talked what about that? What neighbors? Uh, have you not heard of Richmond? We've got so many empty houses here that nobody pays attention to what's happening here anymore. Well. Uh, I'd say that road, the road that I'm talking about is a third empty We've got lots of foreign investment. We've got lots of houses coming down. So there's really no there's really no connection here anymore. But you've had a lot of media attention, certainly in British Columbia. Yep. And now, I mean, that's what the stories I saw were major stories. Yeah. In the well, newspapers, big stories. And quoting I guess it was you opening and quoting, up discussion. Yeah, quoting doctors and hospitals and giving stats and giving numbers. And if you have $25,000, you can come to Canada. If you've got 25000 bucks with you, you can enter the country and you can have a baby. So that's jumping the queue. I guess. Well, I thank you. I thank you. the queue. You don't have to okay. qualify as an immigrant. Ambassador Collicott, thank you. Carrie, thank you very much. E thank you E397, so much. right? Yes, thank you. Okay. All the best Thanks, to both Brian. of you. So I have a question for you. That's it for our guests. You can hang up. Uh, I have a question for you at 888-225-8255 or 416-870-6400. So the question is, should, if a baby's born in this country and they're only here for a short period of time and you've heard the, the view that the, the mother comes here to have the baby so the baby can have the citizenship, should... Citizenship, um, just because you're born in Canada, and if you're not living in Canada, should should citizenship not be granted? Should it be impossible for a baby to become a Canadian citizenship a citizen if that child is not going to stay and live in Canada? Triple eight two two five eight two five five four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. What's your point of view? Like you, I'm talking to you. Triple eight two two five eight two five five four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. That's uh, question number one. Question number two. Trump has been making headlines the last 24 hours again, going after Clinton. They're saying that he didn't pay his taxes, that he blew $815 million. If you're a Trump supporter, do you care? 
888-225-8255-416-870-6400. We'll come back.